0: This is but one of a thousand true crimes.
1: All right, hey everybody, welcome back to a thousand true crimes. Uh, this is Chelsea, and of course, I am here with my lovely co-host Joe. Hey everyone, how you hey. doing, girl?
0: good I'm hanging in there it's a it's a a Wednesday if there ever was a Wednesday
1: (laughs) I mean you can't like it's such first world problems but like losing your AC in your car that's that's miserable I've been there before and it is like yeah no no thank you but it's I don't I don't know I don't know how people did it back in the day
0: I don't, they didn't go anywhere. They just stayed at home fanning themselves while all of the poor people worked in their fields. I shouldn't even say poor people. All the slaves just worked yeah. in their fields, dying.
1: Well, I'm, not talking about, I'm talking about like even in like the 60s and 70s, like oh, yeah. not all cars had AC. Like... Yeah, I got nothing
0: for you. I mean, okay, we know that like it is getting hotter because global warming is real. So we know that. And, that is true. Um, like, I feel like every summer it's like new record highs. So maybe it just wasn't as hot back then.
1: I don't know. It's it, it's North Carolina. The humidity is like part of the like lifestyle here. It's
0: not a joke. It's not a joke.
1: It is not a joke. I was so excited because I thought this whole week was supposed to rain and it's been sunny. And I'm like, God dang it.
0: What is the, the weather like down there this week? It's been like gorgeous. We ha- OK, so let me change that back. Monday, it was like 101 degrees. Tuesday, it poured mm-hmm. down rain, and then for the rest of the week, it's yep. not even going to get over 85. It's, like,
1: beautiful. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, once, like, summer hits, I don't even look at the weather because I'm, like, if it rains, it's not, like, freezing cold. Yeah. So, like, I can still it's wear shorts. It's hot
0: and Like, I,
1: I don't start looking at the weather until, like, like October.
0: It's much yeah. more pertinent, then.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You kind of, yeah, layering it up. But, well... There you go. So, anyways, now that we talked about the weather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know your old when.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what are you drinking over there?
0: So, I am trying the Prophecy Chardonnay. Um, okay. The Prophecy Cab Sav is, like, my favorite. Um, but I'm trying the mm-hmm. Chardonnay. And it's pretty good if you like um, a more buttery Chardonnay. It's definitely. I hate Chardonnay. Yeah, I know. You're not a fan. I was drinking a Vizzy earlier, though.
1: I okay. <laughs> Shout out to Vizzy, man. I know. Those
0: things. This bitch got me they hooked. They
1: get, they're hard seltzer. For who, okay, so rewind, rewind. Whoever doesn't know what a Vizzy is, it's a hard seltzer, but they have antioxidants in it. So it's healthy. Yeah. Kind of. They
0: have hard seltzers and hard seltzer lemonades.
1: Lemonade, which is like, they're both really good. I like the lemonade a little bit more, but they're both really good. Anyways. If I drink like three of those and then drink wine, I get like fucked up. It's
0: the antioxidants, I'm telling
1: you. <laughs> like, and I'm like, I had three hard seltzers and like a few glasses of wine. Like, why do I feel like I've been doing keg stands all day? I don't understand.
0: <laughs> why is everything double? I don't get it. I don't get it.
1: I don't understand <laughs> um, they're so good no they're they so are good. you've got
0: me hooked it's like I always whenever I like go to top up on like my alcohol supply I'm always like yeah I need to get a case of Izzy's, and then other stuff
1: I, I the problem is is that it catches up with you Real so quick. I drink <laughs> like four or five of them and then I'm like
0: Whoa. on a Monday
1: night I'm like messed up <laughs> and it's just like I can't have them like I, I just, I like that is a weekend drink. I don't, I don't know what it is. It has to be the antioxidants. That's what I'm going with. Yeah. Or I'm just getting that old. But that's not a case because Shut like you and I can drink a freaking box wine in a one night. night. So like I don't understand.
0: <laughs> we have a problem, Chelsea.
1: <laughs> no, we're just you know everyone has their talent.
0: Yeah right
1: and ours is drinking box wine we can
0: do it real great it's fine real great (laughs) oh god at least we're not that bad solo we're only that bad together
1: (laughs) yes that is very true very true so all right who are we talking about this week okay you ready to get into it yeah
0: please don't let it be someone as Horrible as Jeff Warren.
1: Um Oh God. You mean Warren Jeffs?
0: I mean Warren Jeff Warren. Sorry, all sorry all the Jeff Warrens out there. It's,
1: <laughs> listen, when you have like two two first names and you're like if your last name's a first name too. Like it throws me off. So like don't It's more even, complicado. Yeah, it's a lot to to digest. I'm okay. So today we are talking about uh, Naneen Grimes.
0: Naneen Grimes. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's N-A-N-I-N-E. Okay. Nanine.
0: Oh, she popped right up.
1: That's how you would say it, right? I just listened to the yeah, episode. Yeah, Nanine. Today. yeah. Nanine. It's just like a weird
0: Oh, name. she's so
1: pretty. Oh, no. Yeah. So, Naneen Grimes was only 15 years old when she would be found brutally murdered. Oh, my God. She had been God. stabbed more... I know she had been stabbed more than 80 times. Oh, Nanine was the youngest daughter of two and they lived in Thornton, Colorado. Okay. Nope. There you fucking
0: go guys. So, Get ready.
1: I know. So the school year had just started and Nanine was excited for the school year ahead on September 5th, 1980. She was the only one at home and she was working on homework and she was listening to the radio, doing like, you know, what you did when you were, what, 15, yeah. six, 15 years old, yeah. um, when she heard something coming from another room. Her sister, Deanna, oh. came home later that night from her part-time job, and she notices that something is off right away. The front door is open, there's a mess in the living room, and music is just blaring from the stereo. As Nanine's sister walks down the hallway, she sees there is blood on the walls and she knows something oh. is not right. She, De, Deanna actually walks into her bedroom and that is when she discovers Nanine's bloody body. Oh. Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention that I, I watched, it's, it's um an episode on Unusual Suspects. Okay, okay. On ID. And When I try to Google information about her, Mm -hmm. there's not a lot on the internet. A lot of it's like, there's like a couple podcasts that have covered it. And there's a couple like episodes on other like, I think there's still ID channels, but different like series. Yeah. So, and a lot of the information was like the same that I could find. Um,
0: I bet it's because she was a minor.
1: Yeah, probably that, and it was 1980, so I feel like, mm, yeah. to, to me, I feel like 1980 is, like, 20 years ago, and, like, the like 1990 was, like, 10 years ago, and the 2000s was, like, five years ago. Right, like,
0: right, right, right. Like, yeah.
1: the fact that it's not that way nope. <laughs> blows my mind, nope. um... So, old. so I feel like sometimes, like unless it's like a notorious crime, it's like really hard to find those that information. Like it's True. just not put up there. True. True. Um, so in the episode, because we will be going through a few suspects, they did make men- mention that like some names have been changed. So I don't know if like certain names are the actual names of the person or okay. if they're like made to. Um, cover the identity of people so I'm going with the names that ID used okay cool so just FYI I meant to say that in the first part but my train of thought you know okay so officers arrive quickly on the scene and Sheriff Douglas Starr is one of the first officers to arrive and he sees that Nanine's body was laying on her sister's waterbed and the bed had actually been punctured. And there is just blood oh, everywhere. It is literally, like, it's, 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 a, it's a bloodbath. Oh, like, it is just shit. bloods on the wall, splatters, hallway, cl- like, it's carpet. It's just... Fuck. And he, like, in the documentary, he in the episode, it's, like, one of the hardest scenes he's ever seen.
0: Damn.
1: So, as the cops are investigating the crime scene Nanine's mother Gwen arrives home and that is no. when she finds out about her death from her other daughter Diana. as the police study the crime scene they find out that she that Nanine had many defensive wounds on her hands and she had been pretty much led down the hallway while being stabbed oh. some of the stab wounds had been like thrown through and the attacker would have, ha, would have killed her with just a few of the stab wounds that he did, but he went into overkill. Mm-hmm. She had been stabbed approximately 86 times. Now, there is no sign of sexual assault, assault, but the attacker or attackers had taken a handkerchief and laid it over the top of her wounds. It also appears that the attacker had tried to wash the blood off of his body and hands. In the bathroom there's a lot of blood in and on the sink and on the bathroom floor. There was they were also able to find a partial uh, lat- latent fingerprint on the hot water faucet of the sink. Okay, that's In good. the backyard as the attacker fled the scene, he had actually tried to like wash his hands like for one last time, but actually left fresh blood splatter on the garden hose. And all in the backyard too.
0: Oh my god, shells! I know. She's a baby. Happy Wednesday, yeah. y'all. Ah. Uh, all alright My car issues suddenly feel. Uh...
1: I know. Whenever we like bitch about things, we're like, mm, I guess that could be worse.
0: Yeah. Way fucking worse. <sighs> Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Poor like.
0: Thing. Her poor sister, her oh, no. poor mom, her poor dad, like poor fucking, like just being like the sister and walking in and finding your sister that way. And then being the one to tell your mom.
1: Oh, I know. the And also like probably the amount of guilt the sister felt like maybe if I'd been home like 20 minutes yep. earlier.
0: Yep. Yep. No, um, so she's for sure going to have those feelings. She shouldn't, but she's no. for sure going to have those feelings.
1: So... Now the detectives, they're going door to door, asking the neighbors if they've heard anything, if they saw anything suspicious, but of course, no one reports seeing or hearing anything out of the ordinary. This makes the detectives believe that it was someone she knew because Nanine was quiet she and she didn't have any enemies, but she wouldn't have just opened the door and let somebody in right. that she didn't know.
0: Right.
1: As the police are questioning the family, Deanna believes that their mom's boyfriend, Jan, uh, I can't remember if they say Jason... Jansen Holton. I stopped it and spelled it, sorry. Jansen Holton could have done it. Oh. So the girls, they didn't really like their mom's boyfriend very much. He had a drinking problem and a bit of a temper as well. And when Nanine's parents divorced, she wanted to have that, like, wholesome family. Okay. She wanted the Sundays at church with a family, that picture-perfect life. Mm. And Holton was anything but. Dana tells us that one time he bought their mother a necklace that said bitch on it. What? And like that just caused the the girls to like hate him even more.
0: Like that's a weird gift to give.
1: Yeah. That's like something that like a sixteen year old buys trying to think that they're cool.
0: All right, that's a neg.
1: Or like a 12-year-old, actually. For
0: themselves, right? Not for someone else. Yeah. Or maybe a girlfriend. Yeah. That could be funny. But, like, I don't like Joe, that. don't
1: – if you ever buy me a necklace that says bitch on it, like, I'm not wearing that. Listen,
0: I hope you've known me long enough to know I have better taste than that.
1: Okay. First I mean, of all. I mean, I do.
0: But – But second of all, when I was 12, I might have bought you one because I would have thought it was funny.
1: See here's the difference between you and I. I would have bought you a best friend best friend necklace. The one that says like best and the other one says friends yeah, and you walk yeah. around with it.
0: I would have worn that yeah, one. You wouldn't yeah. have worn mine. I would have worn that one.
1: <laughs> My dad would literally burn it.
0: Yeah, no. It's not it wouldn't even be like a real gift. Like this is this is that to me feels like a controlling asshole. Sorry. Who's like low key nagging her.
1: I don't know what I would do if I received that as a gift.
0: Leave that man.
1: Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, duh. But I just like I'm just imagining my face in that situation. If I open that up, like, I'd be like uh, Oh you seriously? Uh, is this really one for know me? What to do in this. Is this for your side chick? Cause maybe I don't I don't know.
0: Uh, Why don't blame his daughter, her daughters, for not liking him? I wouldn't like him either.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. So Holden becomes the prime suspect and is brought in for questioning. He's extremely defensive when they're questioning him, but he does admit to having like a drinking problem. But he is working on it, and he does claim he does say multiple times he would never hurt the girls. When the detectives ask him where he was the night of the murder, he tells them that he was with Nanine's mother.
0: Okay. E- should be easy to check out.
1: Yep. Gwen does confirm that they were together having dinner with his parents. Oh. Now, he wasn't with her the whole time, but it is confirmed that he was with his parents the whole night. Oh. So now they're back to square one. And there was like no physical evidence on his body because like remember how she had so much defensive wounds?
0: Yes, yeah, so he could have scratches or bruises or something.
1: And the um, the attacker cut himself really really bad. Okay, okay. And we'll get into that a little bit more. Um, so like there's no no signs of like him physically being there, and he has an alibi. So. Now, the whole Adams County community is very upset and concerned about Nainine's murder, and leads are just pouring in. Yeah. And one lead is about an individual named Levi Telfort. He had come from Salt Lake City to visit family, and when he showed up to his family's home, ha- his family's home he had blood on his clothes
0: ah okay all
1: right mm, okay
0: <laughs> you don't just just randomly incur blood on your clothing willy-nilly yeah, there's usually
1: a reason yeah there's usually usually a reason yeah that's us <laughs> uh levi is a teenage drifter and just so happened to show up the night of nanine's murder oh when his aunt his aunt and uncle who he was visiting, allowed Levi to enter their home. And that is when they saw how bloody and cut up he was. (gasps) And his aunt actually calls the detectives to report her nephew. Okay, good for her. So when the detectives show up, though, at Levi's aunt house, she starts to actually cover for her nephew. She does allow them to come into the house, but there's no sign of Levi. As the detectives are taking a look around, they spot a pile of bloody clothes.
0: Okay, close enough.
1: So the detectives do a little bit more looking, yeah. and they actually find him half naked under his aunt's dining room table. I'm sorry. Yeah. What? Like, you couldn't hide in a closet?
0: This is not right? funny. Um, this is not a funny situation. But picturing the scene... She must have had a tablecloth over the table.
1: She did. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you would think. I just, like, sometimes I would sit there as, like, a detective. I would literally be like,
0: dude, what the fuck are you what doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, what?
1: like there's so better hiding places. Why are you naked? Places. Did
0: you not change clothes? Why do you not have clothes do, on?
1: <laughs> did they not go out and buy you more clothes? Because that's what I would have done. And
0: honestly, they have the evidence on the floor. We already found that. Thank you for showing us where all of your wounds are.
1: Hmm. Yeah. So great. This is awesome. This
0: is very strange.
1: Okay. So they take him in, obviously. And Levi is cooperative. And when they take him down to the police station, they start to question him a little bit more. Okay. So even though he is working with the police, he isn't being 100% truthful. When questioned if he had ever been arrested, he says No but that's a lie because he has a criminal record.
0: Like they aren't going to check.
1: I, <laughs> I, I don't. There's like I certain to, things you, you can lie about and there's like certain things you can't lie about and like your criminal record is like one of them.
0: I have to remember this is the same dude that was hiding half naked under his aunt's dining room table like a toddler. <laughs>
1: okay. I mean, let's be real though. Like, teenage boys are really kind of like toddlers. Uh, Yep, yep. Men are like toddlers till they're like 40. So it is what it is. Um, No offense to the men living out listening to us. Um, We we probably
0: like you, but you're probably a little bit like a toddler.
1: (laughs) And to be fair, I am like a toddler sometimes too. So here you go. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) girl. Um, Okay, so some of the charges were vandalism, narcotics, narcotic, <sighs> narcotics was possession, attempted robbery, and armed hijacking. Oh. Yeah. So it goes from like not so serious yeah. to like, damn. Yeah. That escalated. What happened yeah. in between those? Yeah. As they continued to talk to Levi, they noticed that his hands had recent cuts on them. So Levi says that he got the cuts while moving furniture off a truck and the shirt he is wearing is actually covered in dirt and like oil and all that fun stuff. Not blood.
0: Okay. He
1: is forced to Uh, surrender his clothes. Blood work and fingerprints are sent to the lab. And when the lab results come in, it shows that he is not a match to the partial fingerprint that they found. And there is no traces of blood on his clothes. So... The kids at Nanine's High School are even calling in with tips, and some believe it might have been a fellow classmate.
0: Ooh.
1: So the police are questioning everyone to see if anyone knows something, and they are looking for obvious wounds on someone's hands. So as they are questioning the kids, a linebacker at the high school sticks out. He's wearing, like, one of those exercising gloves, but only on one hand.
0: Okay. hmm Yep. And the police make him remove the glove, and when he
1: does, there's nothing. No. As the weeks go by, Gwen is just thinking of, or like, as the weeks and days go by, Gwen is just thinking of who could have done this and replaying the weeks leading up to Nineteen's death. Gwen mentions to the detectives that Bane Schumann had done some repairs on the house a few days before the attack. So Gwen had found his number in a local paper, and when he arrived at the house to fix the dryer that was having issues, he starts to ask him, Ask some suspicious questions. He was asking anyone who all lived there and was showing a lot of interest in her. And they end up having a conversation about the Denver Denver Broncos and even offers to give her money so that she can see a game. Mm. He gave her $43 and she did take the money, which, like, someone, you know, that's a lot of money for a teenager in the 80s.
0: It is. But also, ladies, if a man randomly is offering you cash. I
1: wouldn't don't take do it. it. Yeah, I wouldn't take it. No. Yeah. Yeah, don't do it. Mm-mm. That's go, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Or listen, if you're um, short, 43 bucks, call us. We'll hook you up.
1: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, <sighs> the detectives track him down, and they do a search of his truck, and they don't find anything at first. But as they continue to look, they find a large knife under one of the seats. Ha-ha! They send the knife, mm -hmm, they send the knife to the lab for evidence. And as the police are interviewing him, he's super calm. And when asked about the knife, he claims that he doesn't even remember it being there. When they check his hands and arms, there are no injuries. Bain also has an alibi. He was at a restaurant with friends for dinner and a waitress at the restaurant was able to confirm this. The knife comes back from the lab and is determined that it wasn't the type of knife that was used in the attack. It also had no traces of blood.
0: So it's obviously this, like, uh, I don't remember the name you said, but this lady's nephew is half naked under the table. You will see. Okay.
1: Six days after Janine had been murdered, her funeral was held. The school closed for the day, and all of her friends, family, and a lot of the kids from the school showed up. So the detectives were at the funeral as well and taking pictures of everyone in the crowd in case the killer was there. Which is actually a very common yeah, thing yep. for
0: murder victim. One person
1: does catch their eye, and that is Dominic Marwood.
0: Okay.
1: I also want to say that, like, whoever comes up with these names to, like, cover the true identity of people are very creative. Yeah. Because I'd be like John Smith, John Doe. John and- Brown. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like, it'd be all Johns. I'd be like, I don't know. That's a pretty common name, I feel like. <laughs>
0: um,
1: so, Dominic composed a song for Nanine and sang it at the funeral. And it le- left the detectives with, like, an uneasy feeling. Okay. Which, like, I would, too. Yeah. So... He was a teenager who played in a Christian rock band and would play his guitar while Nanine read the Bible. He even would tutor her and, well, he was like a tutor figure, like they would talk and like, cause he was a little bit older and they would write poems together, but he wanted something more from her and she was not about it. What's his name again? So Dominic Marwood. Okay. I mean, that's what ID did. And I did try to search a lot of these names, and I wasn't coming up with things.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: So, after he was done with his song at our funeral, he went off to the side and cried to the point that he had to be physically removed. Like, he had this, like, big emotional breakdown. Mm. Do you know, like, what all of a sudden popped in my head? What? <laughs> that guy from Liberty.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Are you talking about... <laughs> oh, my God.
1: Like, when they said the Christian rock band, like, for some reason, it just, like, popped in my head. That... And I was like, I feel like this is something you would do.
0: Oh, God, that memory was so beautifully purged. And you just had to break it right on up. <laughs> Oh, it was a dark time in You're my history, welcome. friends. Dark time.
1: <laughs> You're very welcome. Um,
0: hey, he had a cool car.
1: <laughs> okay, your standards were real high freshman year.
0: Oh God. Oh God.
1: <laughs>
0: anyways.
1: <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, anyways. So. A few days go by after the funeral, and the detectives interview him, and he's a completely different person. He was no longer expressing the same types of feelings or grief as he was before and at the funeral, and that made everyone suspicious. But there's no physical evidence of him committing the crime, and his fingerprints do not match the one that they found.
0: See, that's what I was like thinking when they were like, his persona totally changed. I mean, to me, it just seems like he's probably just an attention seeker, and like they're yeah. probably it was probably all. I hate to, I don't know. People grieve in different ways. Maybe he had carpet. Yeah,
1: but that I point. do think there is that thing where it's like, like give me that attention.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he played a song at her funeral, so. like. I said what a hundred words, and I was like shaking and crying the whole. Well, okay, to be fair, that was my spouse, so it's a little different.
1: Yeah, that's a very different situation. Yeah, and also a different death. Yeah, death. Yeah. So like, but I don't know if Joe, if I die before you and someone tries to sing a song that they made for a minute you need to like not let it happen
0: are you fucking kidding me hell fucking no hell fucking no (laughs) because
1: I will literally come back raise my coffin you need to stop like I'm embarrassed for you don't
0: you know who's allowed to play a song at your funeral god forbid your son that's it that's it
1: yeah yeah that's it that's it that's it almost <laughs> like I gave birth to you do not sing to me no. thank you God, no Ted talk over <laughs> so anyways the police start to reach out to other police department other police departments and federal in the state to make sure that there wasn't like this wasn't the work of a serial killer okay. like they want to compare yeah, okay. you have to remember this is the 80s so there's no like Uh, there's no database to compare different crimes. And I I don't even know if that's even, like, I know it's gotten much better, but I don't know how much to the point in 2021. Like, I feel like there's a lot of criminals that commit crimes in between states. And I'm like, isn't there just something that you can put in? But, so eight months before Neneen was murdered, 14-year-old Kathy Boyer was stabbed multiple times about a mile away from where Nanine lived. A mile? There was Mm-hmm. There's also no sexual assault.
0: Damn.
1: But there's, like, this leads to no clues. Like, it's kind of like a dead end, like, like that case didn't have any clues, this case doesn't have any it's clues. It's, like, great
0: information, but not super helpful.
1: They're <sighs> so, like, could it be related? Could it not be related? We really don't know. Yeah. So 10 years after Nanny was murdered, officers get a visit from 28-year-old Army vet who says that he knows something. So officers get a visit from 28-year-old Army vet who says that he knows something. The man, Samuel Dino Salas, went to Thornton High School with Nanine. He admits to killing Kathy Boyer. He said that he stabbed her because he wanted to feel... He wanted to know what it feels like to stab a girl.
0: Uh, That's some fucking, like, white man shit. What the fuck is wrong with people? (laughs)
1: that is just like you know that saying I forgot I, I don't know who said it and I could probably google it um is that m- men are afraid of girls laughing at them but women men are afraid of women laughing at them and women are afraid of of men, men killing men them yeah killing them yeah like this is what it literally this is this is
0: it motherfuckers because like women do not sit around thinking you know I wonder what it would be like to stab a boy I mean, there probably are a couple. There are. there, But it's not prevalent. There are a couple
1: cases, but not to the point that you have to be like. It's, yeah, it's very rare. Um, I feel like whereas, like, majority of the time, it's like women are like, I'm going to kill my husband because he keeps leaving his fucking dishes everywhere. Yeah,
0: that's more likely to get you killed by a woman. Not some random dude just being like, oh, I'm curious what it's like to stab a girl.
1: What is cruel. a girl?
0: Fuck off, dude. Um, like, so you re- so
1: are you ready to be even more mad?
0: Nope, but I'm sure I will be. Here we go.
1: He takes a plea bargain and gets a 20-year sentence.
0: That's the value of her life.
1: But he claims he had nothing to do with Nanine's murder.
0: 20 fucking years. For stabbing Mm -hmm. a woman to death. Not a woman. Not a woman. For stabbing a girl to death. 20 years? Mm -hmm. Fuck that. Fuck the judge. Fuck the attorneys. Fuck the guy. Fuck all of those motherfuckers. That's some fucking bullshit. I'm -hmm. pissed. I'm pissed. Let me bump into him. What's his name? What's his name again?
1: (laughs) I mean, Samuel Dino Salas.
0: Okay. I got him.
1: Okay. Now, since they did find DNA at the crime scene, because remember the attacker had cut his hand so right, much. Right,
0: right, yeah, yeah, That he
1: was just, like, bleeding everywhere. Right, yeah. Because Nanine was like, you're going to have to fucking work to kill me.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, like a fucking at the crime scene, ass bitch.
1: It is becoming a mat. It's essentially becoming a matter of time before the attacker is found. Right. Finally... In 2005, 25 years. Are you kidding me? After Nanine had been murdered, Um, they run the DNA samples one more time, and they finally get a match.
0: I'm incensed.
1: The blood belongs to 41-year-old Troy Brownlow. Fuck him. He had recently given a DNA sample when he was released from an Arizona prison on theft charges. When he killed Anine, he was only 17 years old. They called Deanna, her sister, and asked if they knew him. And they have all known him. Like, the family has known him since Deanna was 8 years old. Ah! They rode the bus together. They had the same teacher every year. After high school, he kind of just stayed under the radar. He was a fitness instructor in Arizona. He had a fiancé and was about to be a father to a baby girl. He was even an ex-YMCA youth director.
0: Fuck this dude. May he
1: fucking rot. On April 14th, 2005, he is arrested and charged with the first-degree murder of Neneen when they bring him in he knows that he's about like what it's about like he find he, like he he knows and says that he should have taken taken care of this 25 years ago like it's some fucking parking ticket yeah
0: yeah like oh i had a thing that i had to deal with
1: you know what i should have done I should have taken care of getting my car registered. Yeah, like, exactly. The beginning of June. Exactly. Instead of waiting to the That's last possible second. That's some shit that
0: you should have gotten taken care of. Not <laughs> yeah. the murder that you committed when you were Not 17 years old. Not a child. God damn. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh.
1: On his hands are the scars from the night of the attack.
0: Yes, that bitch left scars on him.
1: Oh, yeah, like it was so severe that it left scars. Uh,
0: I'm so angry, Chelsea.
1: (laughs) I know. He is extradited to Colorado, and he is in the county jail until his trial. So while he's in jail, he brags to his cellmate about killing Aene and says that he just has to explain why his blood was in her house. So he invents a story and rehearses it to his cellmate, who so happens to be a jailhouse snitch, who works. With the detectives that were on the case.
0: Hell yeah. Like this guy.
1: Probably so, not. He Brownland probably did something to... wrong,
0: but right now I like him. Yeah.
1: I'm <laughs> sure he has a sense. Brownlow was going to say that there was a third party killer at the house and he tried to defend her but got stabbed in the process. No. Which nice makes no sense because why wouldn't he call the cops?
0: Or tell anybody in his life. His wife and child...
1: I mean, like, did you just go home and be like, oh, I yeah, tried?
0: I, d- I did my best. <laughs> my bad. I did Sorry. my best. I guess she's <laughs> just dead now. I I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I mean, girl, you figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fucking I hate this so, guy. <laughs> so stupid. So stupid. At least he's an idiot. Detectives are able to put together the timeline of the night due to him just blabbing and talking to his cellmate. Yes. So, Nanine was home alone doing her homework and listening to the stereo when uh, Brownlow shows up. Now, he doesn't really know Nanine. Like, they, she knows him through her sister. Yeah. And he's more acquainted with her sister, Deanna. Okay. Detectives believe he was there for Deanna. But since she was at work, he decided to go after Nanine. So Nanine had knife wounds on her side, and it shows that she was being forced down the hallway by knife point until she got to her sister's room, mm. where she fought like hell. Yeah, she did. So Brown- Brownlow is a sexual sadist, and a lot of the wounds were very serious sexual wounds.
0: You, But, wait.
1: There wasn't signs of like sexual assault, like rape or anything like that, but like, but the wounds were sexual. Uh, yeah. Like, sexual attack. From my understanding, it's like a sexual attack, too. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah. He pretty much kept stabbing her until he was tired.
0: Yeah, 80-some-odd times?
1: 86 times.
0: God damn. And this bitch fought. Listen, I love this chick. I love her. Mm -hmm.
1: After he was finished, he placed the handkerchief over her chest and started to wash off the blood in the bathroom. He had serious cuts on his hands and was just dripping blood evidence everywhere in the house. Outside in the, be- in the backyard, he continued to try to wash his wounds and even left a stain of blood on the fence and it was on their concrete for years. Oh no,
0: Chelsea. No. Oh, I know.
1: I would rip that shit up Tear so quick.
0: Up. Tear it up.
1: I'd be like, take it as evidence. I'm out. I'm done. Ca- Thank you I so can't. much. I can't. So no one, though, noticed the wounds on his hands at school the next day because he kind of just like blended in like he was was a nobody.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm hmm. And he even was the one to give the benediction at his high school graduation. (laughs) Do you know what that is? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The benediction is like the religious part, right? I think so. Right. Yeah, let's
0: look it up. I'm gonna Google it. Let me Google it. Okay. Okay. A benediction is the utterance or bestowing of a blessing, especially at the end of a religious mm. service. May this guy fucking rot. I'm. I hope that Satan is yeah. having a blast with him. A blast.
1: So, June of 2005 is a trial and in Nene, and within a week he is found guilty. He is sentenced to 20 years to life. Okay. And at age 62, he will be eligible for parole.
0: That bitch ain't going nowhere. That bitch ain't going and that nowhere. That is the
1: case of Nanine Grimes.
0: So Nanine is a rock star.
1: Oh my God, I know.
0: And it breaks my heart that she didn't get to grow up because I feel like she would have done some great shit in her life because she's a fucking
1: badass. She was beautiful. She was absolutely gorgeous. Oh, gorgeous. She was sweet. She was, yeah.
0: And a like, fucking fighter.
1: Yeah, and well, guy, I, I do want to say like every girl is beautiful too, though. Like, yeah, of course, you know? of like,
0: course. Okay. I know. What?
1: But I, I know like it's so annoying when people are like she was beautiful, she was beautiful. Like that's like a, a, you know, personality defining. Right.
0: No, thing. I was gonna say when will we ever yeah. have a girl on here that we're not like she was so beautiful, she was beautiful <laughs> until yeah. they're so like the murderer. It's just... Um, It's just
1: upsetting.
0: And this guy is a piece of shit, and I hope that he Mm -hmm. is getting hell in prison for it.
1: Yep, and, you know, DNA, man. It's come a long way. Thank
0: fucking God for DNA. Can we just, like, thank fucking God. All I can say is, like, when he dies in prison, because I know he will, I hope that he rots in hell. Yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah. So, yeah, I hope I made your Wednesday better.
0: I should have fucking taken care of this 25 years ago. Oh, I know. Fuck off, dude. (laughs) Fuck off. I hope you never see your child ever again. Or children. I don't know. Maybe you had more. But I hope you never see any of them ever.
1: I mean, I just saw one. So, and I don't know. Hell fucking no but and there's not a lot of like I said there's not like a ton of information I saw I believe there's like one or two podcasts that have done it and I didn't listen to theirs um and there's like just a couple of other episodes it's not like this huge
0: yeah it's not super famous which you
1: like like nowadays it would be like all over hell
0: yeah hell yeah yeah although I don't Um, know a dead teenager girl is a dime a fucking dozen sorry my feminazi is coming out (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Nobody fucking cares about women.
1: <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um well, before we get too crazy um for another podcast. <laughs> what's your weekly win?
0: Oh, you know what? I think that my weekly win this week if I'm if I'm just going to be like super real with the fam and super real with what's going on
1: uh-huh.
0: is I have been telling, or I've been saying to people, I've kind of felt like at a one or a two, and this week mm-hmm. is the first time that I felt at like a three or a four, and okay, something about that feels really awesome.
1: Well, yes, <laughs> it's it's never gonna get easy. I, I mean, I don't know because I I've never been in that. Well, situation, it's like but... what you
0: said, I'll never stop missing him. Mm-hmm. But you just learn how to cope. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. And really it's okay. Good.
1: It's and and you should miss him. And it's it's
0: part of it. It's, it's just part of it. it. It'll
1: get to the point, like your friend Allison said, it will get to the point where you can like smile at the memory and not cry. Exactly. That uh, that's
0: that's like what is set in is the times. That's when a ten.
1: When you can do that, you're at a 10. That's a 10? I'm at a 10? I don't know. I feel like that would be a 10.
0: We had, it was so... That you can
1: smile and laugh and talk about it and not cry. Yeah. to me, is a 10. It
0: was Father's Day on Sunday, and um, I just had, like, several moments where I just, like, remembered how much he loved our kids and... To be fair, I did cry, but it wasn't like crying like the heartbreak. My my heart is being ripped out of my chest. Kind of a cry. It was more like a. I can't wait till you see them when they cross over, and I can't wait yeah. to see all of you over there when I cross over. And it was it was a different it was a different kind of cry. Good. Yeah. Good. What about you That's awesome. what's your weekly whim that it was your birthday
1: Oh yeah well, let's just do that I don't my life is nothing but pasta sauce on my shirt and fill <laughs> in my hair
0: I mean how about cute firemen Tell telling you life. that you're a great mom?
1: <laughs> what
0: How about cute firemen telling you you're a great mom? <laughs>
1: Yeah, let's do that. Thank you. Please. I love
0: firefighters. Um, All of you listeners out there don't know. I yeah, love firefighters. Let's... So like
1: Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> um let's go. Yeah, it was my birthday. I'm another year older. Not wiser.
0: But definitely um, another year more gorgeous.
1: <laughs> okay. As my grades were like about to pop the fuck out. So um, <laughs> But I, you know, I do remind myself that there are not everyone makes it
0: to go to their next birthday. I know to, know. to the next
1: birthday. So you have to be, it's good to get older. It's okay. Like we should embrace that shit. Yeah.
0: Amen, girl. Amen.
1: So yeah, you did it. All right. Well, (laughs) <laughs> well we hope you all come back next week
0: yeah or one of these yeah. days I'm gonna do an episode I swear
1: well you kind of have something going on
0: got some time got some time
1: <laughs> you're good just enjoy those visits and I'll tell you some stories hell yeah there you go <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right fam all right, well guys if you guys want to um keep up to date with everything um you can find us on our facebook page which is a thousand true crimes podcast discussion group um we're going to be posting some information whenever i get my life together and can actually like do the socials again about our merch giveaway um because we are going to have our first our very first our very like nothing has ever been made of our merch this will be the first one that we're going to be giving away um soon so uh find us on facebook like i said thousand true crimes podcast discussion group or you can find us on instagram a thousand true crimes pod um and we'll have all the information there we also have episode deets um just some fun little i don't know bullshit social media shit Um, But, yeah, come find us and follow us. And if you have recommendations about episodes that we should cover, shoot us a message. And I think that's it. all the social stuff.
1: That's it. (laughs) All right. We'll see you all next week. Bye, fam. Bye.